Coming to you live via Cork Brat to Corfu, Blarney to Beirut. This is the MF Lifting and Lapping Podcast with your hostess, with the mostest, Owen, the Chief of Banter Murphy, and introducing co host PT All Around Gentleman. Philip, the Duke of Hijinks, Connolly. Our things? Our right, things, oh man. It's getting better. That's the second one time now you've done that, and it's, it's even better again. <laughs> Look, whenever Bruce Buffer calls it a day in the UFC, I hope they have yeah. my number because I'm ready. Yeah, I was going to say, lads, he, he, he went away and purchased the mic uh, to improve the audio. And I was going to say he thinks he's Barry White, Barry, uh, Barry White but uh, Bruce Buffer is a better one. <laughs> I think I'm Barry White. Who's that? Yeah. Look, we had some feedback during the week. And they were like, oh, and it's just, it's a damn shame. Your content is some of the greatest stuff we've ever heard in our lives. It's unfortunate the audio is a little bit off. And in comparison to Phil's great audio, it's just not fair that you aren't given the, 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 the glorious transmission that your melo- melodious teachings would, would avail of. And here we are. I bought the same mic as the, the mic I bought for the gym. So we have two Yeti uh, microphone extraordinaires and they're, they are pretty, they're pretty nice. As I said to you, Phil, it's a real heavy mic. So I can only assume uh, with my limited uh, technological mic knowledge that it's a good one yeah anything a bit robust that you can throw around and survives you know it's good knock yes like do not be throwing around that mic <laughs> down that gym it costs enough <laughs> yeah i don't know if you've seen but i, I even put the plastic over it at night just to keep it warm <laughs> no in fairness you do i assume you do that for dust is that right yeah any if there's any condensation around any dust floating around just keep it protected and I only went and threw away that part of the box uh, or <laughs> binned it. So I can't imagine there'll be much dust in my little office here, hopefully. So mm. um, but there is a, an Aldi bag down here on the floor that I could use at night. So there you go. My problem is, yeah, little people coming in at any time of the day and maybe just pulling it down on top of them. So yeah, um, yeah I might think of an anti-Will device maybe. D- for- d- d- come here, the weight of this mic, you'd want to be protecting Will. <laughs> Good cause damage. <laughs> That's true. The man does have a hard head, so yeah, it would be his clothes I'd be most worried about. Mm-hmm. How is Will so, doing at the moment, actually? He's he's doing okay. He's had a funny old week of sleep. Mm. And by funny, I mean not funny at all, and it's just been tough. So <laughs> we are trying yeah. to laugh through the tears. Um, not sure why. He's just, just not really sleeping during the night. Mm. Um, I suppose all the changes um, with Molly, um, Molly Delicious and him mm-hmm. starting crash, which was about five weeks ago now, so I'd be like, come on, we'll get with the program. This mm-hmm. <laughs> you go into a facility to be minded and or thought is going to be the next what 19, 20 years of your life. So maybe <laughs> go to college. So it could be the next 25 years of your life. So get yeah. get on board, please. <laughs> Absolutely. I was only speaking to Claire the other day and I was asking her, has Will started training the other crash attendants yet? <laughs> In, in what I wonder, I know, yeah, shouting, roaring, jumping around, tearing in around. <laughs> Excellent. How was your what? week, though, sir? Tell me any any banter, any crack? No, just another busy week, my man. Uh, staying on top of it all. Um, I, I'm trying to think that I even get up to anything during the week. 
Uh, do you know what? I, I I took a stroll around Blarney Castle, actually. Was it nice. last weekend uh, for my first time? And I reckon about 15 years, I've been constantly wanting to go. I kept meaning to do it. And Sarah was just something like, come on, we'll go here. And I was like, yes, 100%. So strolled around, beautiful spot. Oh, my God. And I can only imagine what it's like when when all, like, all the flowers are blooming and, and you got the sun out and epic, epic location. It is. It is absolutely beautiful. It, no re- No wonder it's it's one of the best tourist attractions in Ireland, to, to be mm. fair. And it's so quiet at the moment without any, any I suppose, too far away tourists. <laughs> Bar mm-hmm. the melancholic tourist. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, like we've got the six month pass to it. So if, if you are thinking about coming, going to it regularly, uh, it's definitely worth the investment of, I don't know, 55 euro, I think. Something like that, yeah. Once, yeah, man, it makes. And to think what I liked with the pass was what I could go there often and just see little bits of it. If, if I kind of paid in once, I'd be like, oh, I wanted, you know, see it all for, for getting my money's worth and do three hours of trekking around and then just be shook after it and be like, yeah. oh, I don't even remember a flower. <laughs> I, when myself and Sarah went, obviously we don't have the membership, so we just paid the entrance fee and we did the big walk around the lake because like when I'm oh, driving yeah. up the back road to, towards Podcross, I kind of yeah. see that lake in the distance and I'm like, that is a class location. I need to get there. And I remember what I didn't realize it was actually part of the castle grounds. I didn't realize you could walk there. And I remember asking um, Adam Whitburn, shout out to Adam, uh, member extraordinaire, um, fine job looking after the place, fair play to you. But I remember asking him, I was like, can you get to that lake? And he was like, are you a joker, me? <laughs> He's like, 100%. It's all part of the Blarney Gardens and grounds all around there. And it was actually, I suppose, funnily enough, like the fact that it was quieter made it the more made it more special because it was like myself and Sarah just on our own just strolling around nice and quiet and I can imagine if it was a little bit busier it'd probably be a little bit more hectic but it was brilliant um walked up around the lake and as you said because it was only my first visit or the one-off visit I kind of wanted to peer around every corner look over every wall and say what's over there I must come back now and visit over there now <laughs> but it was glad really really good cool yeah I know it um we got those passes for Mother's Day for Bernadette got them as a present, so and um, we could go down there and join the summer. Obviously, it's a uh, it's a nice thing to do to get out because yeah, with with our five k still still holding strong five ish k, um, you don't have that many options really that are mm. very child friendly, very scenic. So um, yeah. yeah, no, it's it's ideal. And spe- speaking of restrictions, we we had some announcements during the week now. Shout out to Jim's not getting a shout out at all, yeah. um, which is not to be uh, isn't overly surprising as we're not considered in the greater scheme of things too much. But by the sounds of it, it did seem promising enough. What did you you make of it? Um, honestly, I it's it was kind of like some things are going in the right direction, but there's no real changes. Big changes are. I suppose maybe I had higher hopes and I was expecting a little bit more and then like we didn't get what I was expecting. So I'm a bit disappointed that way. So look, it is, you're, you're dead right. It is a, I think um, a step in the right direction, but my only worry is that we've had good steps in the past and we've had to take two or three steps back. So is this going to be the start of a continuous ladder forward? If you know what I mean? (laughs) We're on a ladder at the moment. (laughs) Snake is only around the corner. Just be like, 
Whoa, back yeah. there for the second pile. <laughs> totally, totally. I'm hoping we are 100%. I really are. I'm hoping we are. And uh, I think the, the sooner we can get back to in person, whenever that may be, the better. I look forward to it every single day when I wake up. Is today the day <laughs> we get back in person? Yeah, yeah. And I, I'll let you know when that, yeah. when that day is. I applied, I applied a key principle to it that, that has served me well this last year. I, I what I call uh, the cork footballers paint. I applied to this that I, I went in with no expectations. So if anything good happens, it's it's a win. And if you're let down, mm-hmm. you have no expectations anyway. You're never <laughs> disappointed. So yeah. I'm mad to think otherwise, especially with this this crowd. So mm-hmm. like they did they didn't mention me for personal services. So I was I was making peace with June. I said, mm-hmm. June, hopefully we can get going in June. Any earlier will be a bonus because if I'm hope if I'm pinning all my my hopes and my dreams to May, probably like 75% chance I'll be let down. So maybe at June it's 50-50. So I like yeah. I like them odds. Um and by the sounds of it, things are slightly going in, in the right direction, you know. And we as an industry have, I suppose. There's been no bad press in terms of like, oh, an outbreak in a gym in Donegal or anything like that. So the gyms as an environment for safety and comfort, because that's a big thing, too. Just because we're open doesn't mean people will be comfortable to come back. So and even not like I don't think I suppose it would apply to us a small bit that they're moving towards vaccinated people can do stuff. (laughs) <laughs> ahead of unvaccinated people mm-hmm. um, and like we we'd have a few across the the members so and um, if they do get their vaccine potentially and go they get the second one and get, get their their coverage from the whatever period of time it takes to depending on the vaccine maybe we could open up to them earlier do you know i only heard a, a salon owner talk, talking about that to and it like it made sense that they wanted to open for vaccinated people ahead of unvaccinated people because of the rush like the cram because you don't want that you know like today we're closed tomorrow open everyone come down (laughs) let's just wreck the gaff now i know that doesn't really apply to us having you know a three-on-one or a one-on-one or a seven-on-one there's only so much we can take you know but still (laughs) um it would be nice to do that scaled, staggered approach. Um, and maybe we'll apply that anyway, because just because they say we can open doesn't mean we'll open. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. just a few one week, a few the next week, and a few the week more, the week, the week more, the week after that. But yeah. in general, I think with the good weather too, people are more positive, but also people are more pint inclined, I think, out and about and games of soccer and seen the Dublin footballers go for a kick around. As I said to Bernadette, look, you, you, just the cones. You can't have the cones there. You couldn't, the la- one lad could have been walking and then he forgot his phone and he walked back. And then the other lad was walking the other way and oh, he forgot his bottle of water. And just yeah. another lad happened to be walking through. <laughs> Lads with the cones, no. <laughs> there's just, no, there's there no was planning. Yeah, and <laughs> then there was planning. Then, there, there was there was a there was a suicide or there was a, a kick around like or yeah. there, there was a bit of fitness happening. Be, being a coach myself, I I identified those as fitness. Home. <laughs> Shot the runs, you said what? Get out of it. 
<laughs> oh lads, such it up. No, no better team for a bit of bad press anyway. They'll be fine. Like, like they need any extra help. Mother of God. Or <laughs> could we trade each this whole last 12 months? Sure, they probably wouldn't put a dent in the championship anyway. <laughs> yeah, Dub- Dublin have been in the spotlight now long enough, in my opinion. Yeah, but no they, bias, no bias, of course. They they didn't need it. So I had a topic potentially to talk about fitness mm-hmm. related. And we'll have two, two, right? One, mm-hmm. one I'll put to you that's that's a very philosophical one. And the other one's kind of theory-based that you might be able to answer as well. So the first one is, right, how do you think the fitness industry will have changed post-COVID? What things do you think will keep going? And maybe what things might be gone in terms of will we keep doing maybe a bit of online forever Will there be a massive shake up in terms of loads of gyms have not survived or will people, so many more people have experienced exercise in the last 12 months that they're like, okay, actually I might, might join the gym now. Cause you know, it was okay. And I'll get some help. So what do you mm-hmm. think? That is a multi-tiered question and there's loads of different ways they could probably answer that. I suppose for us, um, like, we could, you could say we could stay online. There's an element of that. There, there will probably be an, a little bit of an element of people wanting to stay online. Um, like you mentioned, maybe they are just a little bit nervous to come back to in person. So they might feel a little bit safer working out in the, the comfort of their living room or, the, or their garage or wherever they are. I think for a lot of gyms, um, there will it will be hard to return to larger groups for sure. There will still be, I think, an element of uh, social distancing, a little bit smaller, but I think it will still hang around quite a bit. And um, even more so, again, the likes of sanitization, cleanliness, hygiene, more wiping down of equipments, more sanitizing of hands, like that kind of stuff, I think will probably hang around because like that, that, that can only do good. <laughs> you know, can't so, do any harm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, and I suppose that, and that, that probably goes for everybody, not just us. Like, you know, I think that, that'll be across the board. I heard a very, very interesting, um, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, He's garage gym reviews this guy a guy on youtube but he 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 reviews all like most gym equipment and he reckons that the future of the fitness industry is it could be i want to don't want to say is could be um home gyms like every second person has a bit of home equipment now and they might want to stack on top of that you know maybe put out build into their little garage put in their own squat rack get their own barbells maybe get a cable machine for themselves so he reckons that's the way the future of the fitness industry is heading and i found that very very interesting so if that does shift that way then we will probably have to remain online to a certain degree there will always be a need for the personal trainer the in-person the face-to-face session just because we are i suppose social creatures we like that type of um, interaction and i don't think you could get i suppose a robot to fulfill the place of um of of a person you know um you can't beat that human contact and it's yeah um, loads of different ways i could answer that question what do you reckon similar to yourself the the home workout and the home gym setup i think for some people who found it more convenient may continue to do some part of it but those who tried it experienced it and found it 
horrendous <laughs> with lack of space, kids, gear that they just aren't able to like progress, let's say, and not willing to, not wanting to buy huge amounts, they'll want to come back more than ever. And I think the gym industry penetrates quite a small percentage of the population anyway mm. that not it won't be one taking from the other it'll be one growing into a population that don't gym anyway and that those it, that want it will want it more those that don't want it probably will want it even less but both groups will have continued and um, to grow which which is a positive you know from various industry reports like that the Irish population is anything from maybe 10 to 20 percent of gym membership holdings so like that's 80 percent potentially that don't have a gym membership so what are they all doing you know so hopefully and you mentioned this the social aspect and our our space in particular would really utilize the escapism almost that the the you know the, the 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 gym that's almost like cheers the gym that knows your name that people come not necessarily to to exercise but to escape and to relax and to feel good mm-hmm. that potentially the the gym that it just flogs people to death they might be under pressure again sweat is their currency and mm-hmm. issues with sweat moving around hopefully we can become a uh, as I've said before, a sanctuary, a destination of mental health, mindfulness, well, well-being, that we're not tied to the iron and the steel and the Probably. reps and the sets. Mm. And that could include various avenues of wellness. And uh, I, I realise people can't see my air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> that world is awful woo and charlatan-esque and Mm. and just a bit a bit funky like but i do think there's a lot of good in there that like emf could expand into some sort of a mental health service we could have a counselor on board we could have a massage therapist on board a massage room we could Mm. get that jacuzzi on the roof yet you know we could get a few uh, taps maybe we could have a little tap room with blarney brew and one excellent all these these bolts on to essentially a what was what would have been a gym becomes mm. a, a center of banter and you know mm. like have actually have a stand with a you know have a comedy night once a week all these different avenues to basically give people a place they want to go to that's yeah. that's, that's all we're talking about the fact that it happens to include exercise and training whatever you want to, to call it programming uh, expert a coaching advice teach you could because we do so much more than teach someone how to squat mm. we basically help them feel well within themselves and when mm. when that's your 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 spiel or your shtick or your brief lots of things are included in in that you know so i do think the online will grow because the, the likes of peloton and, and apple and um, i'm sure fitbit do something They've grown. They they're juggernaut companies that will sure. continue to grow. But like a section of of the market that was minuscule might be like going from you know point two percent to five percent, which is an unbelievable jump. But it's still only five percent. 
So mm. I think that will always stay there. I think we'll continue to do a little bit of online just to have it if we ever need it again, but mm -hmm. also to give people the option. It could be a bolt-on service that you sign up for um, a P one PT membership and you kind of bolt on the, the online membership because you're really busy at work and sometimes you're late so that you don't have the time to commute or change or change after that. You could just go home, throw on the screen and do your workout. It would make training, make exercise, make being part of EMF more, how would you say, easier, easier to do, you know, mm -hmm. people are not going to get um, less busy as, as the economy starts back up in <laughs> six, maybe six months time, you know? Mm -hmm. I think uh, another thing to look at as well is I suppose people's awareness about their health probably or more than likely has increased tenfold, you know, do you know what you get all these reports about you hearing about, you know, if, if you're less fit, you know, if you're a little bit more overweight, um, if you don't look after your health physically or mentally, you, you seem to be a little bit more susceptible to the symptoms of uh, the COVID-19. So um, I think when if once people kind of really realize that they might want to further dig into or start their own journey and just saying like, oh, you know, I've, I've neglected it long enough. Do you know, I want to feel a little bit heavy, uh, a little bit happier. I want to feel a little bit healthier. I want to fortify my own body against these kind of things as best I can. And I think that's going to be a huge increase all around for the for the um, uh, health and fitness industry. Um I know we're in a little bit of a lull, a lull now, but I do think there's there's light at the end of the tunnel for sure in that regard. And I remember actually I had a conversation with my mother like two weeks ago on this and she said that she was reading, don't ask me what paper, she said she was reading uh, um, that they did a study from all these different European countries about people's likelihood to return to the gym when they open. And for whatever reason, Ireland scored very, very high on that uh, over any other European country. So that is brilliant. <laughs> Good to hear that kind of stuff. And you didn't follow up that? That's so I know, I should. <laughs> I think it was like, I can't even remember what, she, what paper she read, but um, yeah, I must look into it more. But uh, it was positive news regardless. <laughs> I do. Like if, if, it was bad, if it was Ireland scored low, you'd be like, ah, that paper was a terrible, terrible a rag. If I know that it's a good, it's a good outcome. We're like, oh yeah, that paper always delivers on accurate information, of course. Yeah. Totally <laughs> appealing to the, the authority, just like the Irish Examiner. Oh, they're always on the ball. <laughs> That's it, the, the highlight of the highlighting of our industry and its its role in physical and mental health. And I I wonder if the referral network, the referral system of that kind of gp to physio physio to gym gym back to gp that those kind of you know cycles or circles of referral would they actually start up and in fairness to physios and gps the gym industry is is fresh and raw and mm. and a bit unrefined at times so they haven't had a lot of good places to send people but i know sure. our relationship with the physio and tower how they can send us people we help increase the level of care they can provide by giving people a furthering on of their their programming and their their let's say their health and well-being and from a physical i have an injury so i need some mechanical help but also you know if you get in a good place mentally that'll help with your recovery and if you exercise regularly there's less chance you might get re-injured and all this kicked mm -hmm. off so I, I wonder if 
the 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 department of health the the gps all this that they they might recognize right if we kind of can get people moving a bit earlier there's less chance that they'll come into the hospital or come into our practice and just be symptom symptom hunting for the rest mm. of their lives Do you know i have a problem with my shoulder so i'll get a cortisone injection and that'll be that and then six months later i get another one and they're like all right well it's maybe you should do something movement wise and help mm-hmm. get over the issue rather than just hide away from it if if you get me and we're, mm-hmm. I, i'm conscious we're coming up on time so mm-hmm. i'm going to cut that other question uh because we haven't talked one second about netflix what do you think <laughs> um netflix this week uh snowpiercer um the end of the world apocalypse surviving on a train it was a movie now it's a series and the series is damn good so get on it cool you finished homeland so no uh season five or something on on homeland which is i was told a bit of a lull in the seasons it gets better again no three was the highlight it kind of came down and it's supposed to go back up again so looking forward to it so you took you took a welcome break something a little bit more light-hearted with end of the world stuff yeah (laughs) Yeah, how about you? What's on, what's on your couch, uh, Netflix? We watched a film during the week that when I said to Bernadette I hadn't seen it, she was like, no way we're watching it. Junior with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, where he My gets pregnant. God. Yeah. Have you seen it? I have indeed. Outstanding. <laughs> Outstanding. Like, if anyone is with a partner that's pregnant at the moment, get on that film because oh, the, the lines they have with Arnie dealing with the pregnancy and some of the stuff he comes over, I was just like, look at the bird of that. I was like, that was you, that was you, that was you. And she's just like, ah, go away. <laughs> didn't didn't no, they do another good. film together? Was it twins? Was it they, was prior they? to it, I believe. And was that it? Because their chemistry was so good, they wanted to do another film. It's perfect. They did that after. Twins is one of my all-time favourites. Oh, exactly. so it's, it's mad that I didn't watch Junior then. Yeah, I can't believe that. Around twist. Um, C- yeah. Come here to me. Do you have a joke for the folk today? Yes, I have a joke. Oh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit of a, 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 a sad joke on, on us, but I'll go for it anyway. So, okay. Did you hear about the, the announcements during the week from the government? The gyms, yeah. The, we got an opening date. Did you hear? No. Yeah, they said the gyms, they'll be open sometime in the future. Fantastic to get that clarity. What am I supposed to say to that? <laughs> Is that the end of the joke? Your laughter your laugh said enough, Philip. Yeah. Come on, let's, let's hear What do you have for me? <laughs> Are you a fan of Star Trek? Yes. I assume you know who Spock is, so. Correct. If I was to ask you how many ears he has, could you tell me? Two? No, he's got three. The left ear, the right ear, and the final front ear. <laughs> yes. Very good, very good. Yeah, you, you, that saved saved my bad joke. I thought I had one because um, I'd be thinking about them during the week. Joking, I think about them all day. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I can't quite think of it. But I'll, I'll make do with a, be- a better one <laughs> next week. Oh, no, I actually, go on. I'll give you one, a quick one. So Please do. Um, why, why couldn't the road understand what the billboard was saying to him? Oh, Jesus. He didn't know sign language. <laughs> <laughs> that is shocking. That's good, though. It's good. 
it's All up right. there. Are you gonna are you gonna call us out? What's it called? Calling us out or end, end sign, us out, sign us sign out, sign us out. Sign us out. Uh, if you enjoyed listening, folks, check out the other previous episodes. There's been a few there and plenty more to come, hopefully. If you want to learn more about EMF, visit em- www.emf.ie or shoot us over an email at info at It's been Phil. It's been Owen. And thank you very, very much.